still doing this without a script. Maybe I should get a script. I don't know. I thought maybe the script had sound too rehearsed. But... Let me think. I'll think about it. Maybe the next one I'll get a script. Maybe not a script. Maybe just an outline. This week I want to talk about just classic movies. Or older movies. Not all classic, but older movies. And then next week... We'll go back to some more newer movies. The first movie I want to talk about this week is Battle Beyond the Stars. This is a classic from 1980 with Richard Thomas and George Prepard. Also Sybil Danning. And a few other people. This is basically described as Star Wars meets The Magnificent Seven. It's a low-budget movie, but it is kind of fun. Basically, Richard Thomas plays a character named Shad. His world's been threatened, but his people don't know. His people are very peaceful. They don't know how to fight. So he's sent out to get mercenaries to protect his planet. One of them is like Robert Vaughn, and Vaughn, at one point, he offers Robert Vaughn a meal and a place to hide. And that's a good deal for Vaughn's character at the moment. George Rappard's playing a character called Space Cowboy from Earth, who's selling, who's selling the weapons. Danny's playing a Valkyrie, and Shad considers her a bit of an annoyance at first. There's also Nestor, the, uh, the collective aliens. There's like four of them. They have, there's like... There's like five of them. They have a collective consciousness. But it only takes so many to run the ship. But they always carry a spare. I mean, this is this is fun. It's a low budget. But it is, it's, it's fun. If you've never seen it. It's worth checking out. Uh, I thought Thomas was good. I thought Vaughn. I thought Vaughn and Papard were fun. John Saxon plays the villain. I thought he was okay. But it's just a little, there are just little touches, like at one point, uh, Papard's character at one point is has his belt. He makes scotch and soda. And at one point later, when things get tense, he just, he just makes, he, he doesn't, he doesn't put the ice in or the soda. He just goes straight scotch. <laughs> and one character goes, he forgot the ice and soda. He goes, oh, no, I didn't. And it's just kind of silly. But it's... It's fun. It's... If you've never seen it, it's hard to... I don't know. I mean, James Horner, who later went on as a composer to did other things, did some of the music. And I think James Cameron did some of the effects work and some of the set painting. So, that's kind of interesting. This is a fun movie. Sixteen Candles is a semi-classic movie. But now, looking back at it, there it's got some problems. I mean, a long duck dong. He's kind of a stereotype, for God's sakes. There's a little gong sound every time his... Every time his name, his name is said, that's, I'm sorry, but 
that that that's 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 not good. That's not real good. Also, one point the main one character says one character says about his girlfriend, I could violate her half a dozen ways if I wanted to. Whoa. That that line sounds bad. I mean, wow. That's that that that's bad. However, it's got some good things. Molly Ringwald's really good in it. It's got a as the girl Samantha and um Michael Anthony Hall's pretty good as his character. But you know, it's got some problems. And this was a 1980s movie. And there are some things that just... It's different now. And you can't... I know you can't judge a movie by the standards. I know you can't judge an older movie by today's standards. But I guess it's kind of surprising people weren't more creeped out by some of this at the time. The last classic movie I want to talk about today is the original Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot is based on Stephen King's classic novel about vampires in a small town, and it was made for a TV movie and miniseries in the 1970s. It starred David Soul. Soul was best known for the TV series Starsky and Hutch. He was Hutch. And uh, this this miniseries starred him, started and also starred James Mason, and both of them are very good. It's a, it's an interesting series because it's a slow burn, and it's also interesting because of the liberties he took with the original novel. Original novel, the monster, the the vampires, not. Not like he is in the in the mini series, in the mini series, the vampires like a beast. It looks sort of like Nosferatu. In the original, in the in the novel, he's not like that. In the novel, he's more like Dracula. I like the original mini series quite a lot. I also like the. Uh, I also like the 2004 re, re, uh, updating of the original of the original novel. So, I think Sounds Lot's worth checking out, but either version, but especially the 70s version if you've never seen it. As I say, it's a bit of a slow build, and the uh, movie is about three hours long. But I think that works for the movie because there's a lot to cover. There's a lot of characters introduced. And also I think you have to have this town seem normal before things start happening. <laughs>